0: hey hello welcome to labcast a podcast brought to you by the production lab bringing you all things new at nyu that's right i am jerusalem i'm ro we are co-hosts of this year's podcast now jerusalem i know we do this every time we record but i feel like the people need it Mm mm-hmm What is the Production Lab? The Production Lab is located on campus and it is a resource for students of all varieties. So whether you're in Stern, Steinhardt, Tisch, all that fun stuff to come and develop their creative projects. Yes! Thank you. That was wonderful. So we had a small break. We did. And now we're back. Yes. To To talk talk about about... Balance. Jinx. It's currently Libra season. It's all about balance. And we're now a month into the school year. Yeah, and so we're actually going to be talking to a lot of people who have interests that sort of lie on the creative side, but also on the business side, and how they manage to balance things. You think because you're creative, you have to be one way, but then in the world we live in, you have to have the other side to it so that you can put your art out there and Mm -hmm. be able to sustain and live Mm -hmm. your life. Yes, Um, I appreciate that. But Mm -hmm. first... What's popping? What is popping? Um. Well, since I'm a lot as an Aries moon and rising, <laughs> but what's popping is a lot. I have discovered mm-hmm. a tiny house in New Zealand made of glass in the mountains, and I'm gonna go there on my honeymoon. Actually, to see the Milky Way. Oh really? That's like they a thing. They have like a little telescope in the tiny house. It's like two hundred square feet. Is it not it's all made of glass? Is it not like booked? Do you? How do you? It, uh, yeah, I booked owns it. it? <laughs> we booked it. Oh, so you like are going? And it it was hard to book. Okay, I would Everyone, imagine. Everyone, this is the hottest tiny house because, made of glass. I mean, I imagine it's the, the only world. tiny house made of glass. There are sheep wandering around. You can see the Milky Way. You well, just where do you sleep? At- in the tiny house. So people can like look into your. There are no people. I feel like there has to be people. There are no people. Because then, to then walk who stalks you? minutes through the bush. Oh, that sounds. To get to it. They give you directions and like a basket of fruit and you go. That sounds very horror movie esque at the no, very us, least. New Zealand. Only good things happen to people in New Zealand. But I would also say another thing that's popping for you is. You want you're going on a honeymoon because yes, you got, I got married. married. Dun, dun, ta-da. It was awesome. Yeah, was it everything you dreamed? Yeah. Aww. I mean, I didn't really have dreams about marriage before, but like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It was like what I wanted it to be. Lovely. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. Well, my what's poppin' pales in comparison. No, what is Um it? but it's been fitness. I've been really Speaking of astrology, Virgo season dragged me through the mud. Oh my gosh. But like, it's fine. How long um, are these seasons? Just a month? Pretty much, okay. more or less. Okay. Um, it usually starts around the 20 to like 23rd of a month till the next 20 and 23rd, so about 30 days. Okay. Um, But yeah, but I got really into fitness and I've been working out. I started at three days a week. That wasn't enough because my body was like, let's do it, and then now I'm at Every day because I'm doing a hundred days of fitness challenge. Whoa. So September 23rd was the official, well, not official, but like it was, a, it's 100 days till December 31st. Oh my God. So from September 23rd to then, I'll be working out at least 30 minutes every day. Oh my God. So I'm very Wait, excited. Can, you do, like, can one workout be Just kind of a gentle stretch overhead. Yeah, it doesn't have to be something vigorous every day. And I have it pretty planned out. So like I'll do my heavy stuff during the week and then Saturdays and Sundays or however it ends up falling. But I'm going to commit two days to like yoga and a day to like cardio and lighter stuff because your body needs the recovery. Well, you know what that sounds like. What does that sound like? Balance. It does sound like balance. balance. I'm balancing being a student and working fitness into my schedule. And now I'm going to the gym in between classes, which is something I never thought I'd be able to say. Oh my God. But I'm enjoying it. It's a good <laughs> nice. time. So that's certainly what's been popping for me. Awesome. Um, yeah, and speaking of balance, we're now going to have a clip from Sarita, where she's interviewing another student, Anthony, when they're talking about how they balance their creative interests with their school studies in Stern and business.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Sarita. I'm here with Anthony, and he recently transferred from CAS to Stern, so we are here to really just have a little bit of a conversation about what it's like really being a creative person, and using that in your education, in your professional development, and just in expanding your horizons throughout your time at NYU.
2: Um, Yeah, last year uh, I was a CAS student, and you know, it was, you know, new kid, big city, pretty awesome, love New York City. Uh, I'm actually from Westchester County myself, so uh, it was nice to come from the suburb to a nice big city, and uh, you know, figuring things out along the way, and I realized business was sort of my calling. What in business, I wasn't exactly sure, but uh, you know, as I started to figure out, I took a bunch of classes, and um, you know, a lot of the a lot of the cores at CAS kind of open your mind. And for some reason, I started leaning towards music. Now, in high school, I had a band, and um, you know, I played guitar, and it was it was just awesome. Like, really, a great release, a great social activity. But I kind of uh, got exposed to some people who were. Um, using music production not so much in in an analog form like you know in a band with a bass guitarist or singer but more so in like a digitally produced form and like beat making and I just I kind of ran with that.
1: I'm also in Stern actually I'm a senior and I've experienced a lot of this environment where some people don't understand how creativity and this business school education can really come together. I know a lot of people think that they're two separate things and I myself feel like Really, they're two parts of me that I always try to mix together, and I'm trying to in my career. So how do you think that's been for you so far? Like, how are you planning to work your creativity into what you do at Stern and what you create throughout your time at NYU?
2: So in terms of my creativity, it's kind of interesting because um, this, is a, this is a word of advice I got from my dad, honestly. Um, I came to Stern, and I said I wanted to major in something like digital marketing that could help me with my uh, music career. And he goes, No. You have to major in something that could get you a job and you have to do creativeness on the side. And I thought about that for a while. Is that true? Is that not true? I feel like that's like the forever of debate of like creatives in in Stern. You know what I mean? It's a really really relatable thing. And I just, you know, I'm still trying to figure that out myself. But, um, you know, at Stern... I like to use my creative processes of solving problems, let it be an accounting problem or a finance equation or an economics equation. I like to use my process of, say, writing songs, and learning songs and kind of apply logic that I've learned from music to uh, the business world.
1: So I'm just wondering, really, how do you think this transition from CAS to Stern is really affecting your four years? I know you're a sophomore now, so you have plenty of time to figure out Stern. But do you think that's impacting a little bit of your personal aspect with music production, or do you think it's the music production is actually helping you? Um,
2: the thing is that music production is kind of my—it's uh, my social outlet. So it really helps me meet people, and it really helps me uh, gain an intimate—you um, know, like when you make a song with someone, it's like. You're extending a piece of yourself that you wouldn't normally put out there, you know, and that other person hopefully is doing the same thing. And it's kind of a unique connection with another human being, like business and school aside. But uh, in terms of, like, uh, finding time for that, it's really hard. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. Like, that type of thing is... uh, you know, it's it's probably my biggest struggle now as a Stern student because uh, I'm really passionate in music production. and I have a studio in my dorm, but how often I get to use that studio is limited based on the uh, demands that Stern puts on me.
1: So I know now you have these three years ahead of you and there's a lot to prepare for. There are obviously things at school, but then things outside of school come into play as well regarding your time. So things like internships, recruitment. How do you think that'll tie into what you're doing? And how do you think your creative processes will come into play in that as well?
2: I'm not really sure which, like, you know, career path I want to go into, like, overall. I'm not even sure if I want to incorporate music in that career path. However, I want to at least explore. And I feel like in that exploration, I need to, uh, I mean, it's kind of premature thought, but I need to figure out how to... um, accomplish my goals of of exploring you know maybe getting an internship at a record label maybe getting an internship um, at some entertainment firm Um, I just feel like there's a lot of options and I probably need to go to Wasserman to figure that out (laughs) all
1: right well I think in that case you're lucky to have so many different resources because Stern definitely has a lot of resources and they're growing a lot of the resources if you're interested in something in entertainment or something more creative thankfully which is amazing for me to see now that I'm in my last year But then NYU overall has so many resources that you can take advantage of in order to not only expand your horizons professionally, but also tie that back to your creative interests and really aligning what you want to do with what you enjoy doing. So I think that's something you can definitely take advantage of in these next three years.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, Like I said, I just need to explore anything and everything. NYU, like uh, the reason I came here... Um, other than the music scene, is um, just because of the sheer opportunity that we have um, available to us. Like, I came here, like I said, not knowing what I wanted to do. I knew what I liked, I knew what made me happy, and uh, I knew the people that I wanted to be around. However, where I would go in life, that was still uncertain and you know they're kind of like every step that I take you know after freshman year I realized I kind of liked economics and business so I transferred to Stern and now I'm at Stern I'm thinking okay the next path is choosing a concentration and um, you know that next path is a little it's a little scary and it's um, to be honest with you it's not an easy uh, decision to make but um, you know I feel like at NYU we really just we have it made. (laughs)
0: No, I really appreciated that segment, that conversation between Sarita and Anthony. I think that's like a very real struggle that a lot of people have. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes as a student, you want your academics to be first, but you still have these creative and artistic things you care about. Yeah, or maybe you don't want your creative stuff to be on the side. So yeah. So how are you going to make that work? Yeah. So one of my dear friends, Stefan Bristol, who... Used to be a student at NYU, who is now like out in the world doing it and sort of figuring that very thing out, has come to talk to us about that. All right, Stefan, I'd Monica. like to welcome you. <laughs> Tell the people who you are, what school you graduated from, what you do, what is your life?
3: Uh, my life is a mess. Um, uh, no, I'm joking. A
2: beautiful
3: mess. <laughs> a beautiful mess. My name is Stefan Bristol. I graduated from NYU Graduate Film School, and I'm from the Republic of Brooklyn. Yes!
0: I didn't see you at the West Indian Day Parade. We were, like, walking around. I thought for sure I was going
3: to see you. Oh, no, I had to take a vacation. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm usually there every year, but I said not this year. Okay. Yeah, it was (laughs) like, you know, I finished five weeks of production, and I said, I got to go. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Were you exhausted?
0: What do you do after you finish five weeks of
4: production?
3: Sleep. (laughs) so you don't get massages men don't get massages i wanted to honestly i wanted to but i said you know what i gotta get some sleep and then i'm gonna go ride some roller coasters that's that's my ideification wait
0: what (laughs) where where were you riding roller coasters
3: universal studios in disney world
0: what you went to disney world (laughs) i went to disney that's amazing
3: yeah i was like someone asked you so you finish your first feature film what you gonna do I'm going to Disney World! Yes!
0: <laughs> and Universal Universal, Studios. And Universal, yeah. So did you go to the Harry Potter thing? Yo,
3: it's the best. Yeah. So
0: you kind of deserve it, but I don't know yeah. if people know why. One oh. of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you is because you are a person <laughs> who is truly creative, but you're like Thank also you. on your hustle. So you. talk to me about what it means... To leave NYU, to leave the structure and safety of your grad program, to be thrust into the industry, <laughs> and to, like, make it happen. How did you find that Ain't balance?
3: nothing but the grace of God. I'm saying <laughs> right now, ain't nothing but Jesus. Um.
0: So what happened? You what, graduated and...
3: Well, what, what happened was, well, let me backtrack, because, like, going in, everybody wanted to make a feature film for the thesis. You know, the thesis film is you, know, you, you, you. It's all your years at NYU, and you put your best stuff in it, and um, I just try to start your career from there. For me, I wanted to do a feature film. They said you're not ready. I and mean, what do you mean I'm not ready? Uh, because your last film is trash. Who
0: says? Who says you're not ready? Who are the powers that be?
3: Oh, four professors, and including Spike Lee, my mentor. Okay. Yeah. The so powers that be. The powers that be said, so give me feedback. Re- give me feedback. I wasn't ready, and I said, okay. So I decided to make a short film. It was a long road from there. Um, but
0: but what what is that feeling? You graduate.
3: You yeah. still have
0: to finish your short.
3: Yeah.
0: All that structure is gone. Talk yeah. to me about like how you were processing that sudden sort of, it's not like a free fall feeling, but there's right. like a shift when you graduate.
3: I need a, you, you can't go to art school and graduate and expect to like, blow up. You needed a job. And I was struggling. I'll mean, be honest with you. Uh, in the meantime, between time, um I wrote this, the feature script. I was writing the feature script and also going to the film festivals for for my short. Like I went to ABFF. Um, was part of the HBO competition through that way and, and and I met HBO people and and they took my film and licensed my film for HBO. Nice. Like that was a long that's that's a lengthy process but So
0: can people watch your short right now?
3: Yeah, it's on HBO. It's called, All right. it's called See You Yesterday. Yeah. it's on HBO. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: that's a, that's a pretty good. Uh, Ray Charles.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> or is that your um?
3: That was Ray name? Charles. I was trying to do Ray Charles. No,
0: who <laughs> the guy who played it? Is that your Jamie Foxx? Jamie Foxx. Ray- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on.
3: Um, but the biggest, and you know, I'm not gonna shy away away from this. It's Spike. I'll be honest with you. I, you know, I met Spike. When I was an undergrad before I got to NYU. So I have eight years of experience with working with Spike and him being my mentor, him looking at my films and knowing my work ethic. Um, You know, I worked for them twice and I I literally just worked, um, was his assistant for Black Klansmen. Nice. So that's nice. So, uh, you know, about 2016, the Christmas of 2016. Two days before Christmas, you know, I was sitting down, writing my script. Uh, he sent me an email saying, hey, hey Stephon, you know, if you want uh, want me to produce your feature based off your short? You know, let me know. <laughs> Golly.
0: How many seconds passed before you were like, uh, yes, please?
3: Uh, it, honestly, it was an hour.
0: You had to think about it.
3: Not to think about it in a bad way. It was, it was like it was. I was celebrating.
0: So what if you had to leave any people who are about to graduate right now, mm-hmm. like seniors, kind of freaking out a little bit about what's going to happen, what yeah. would you want to tell them to help them manage that that period once they graduate before they get their first big break?
3: Um whatever that last project I'm, I'm you know, I, this is probably for all different art schools, whatever that last project is, make sure it's the best that you can be and it's not the end of the world it's not the end of the world just, just use that to have a plan I would say, I would say this first and foremost have a plan of what you want a clear cut goal and a plan of what you want to do after school and make sure that, that pro, the product that you're coming out with for your thesis or the final project whatever it is is as clean as possible so you can use that project to promote yourself
0: and yeah Excellent advice. All right, Stefan. thank you so much for talking to us. No problem. We heart you, and we can't wait to see your project.
3: Yeah, baby, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was really interesting to hear, because as a student, you get so caught up in the now and getting this assignment in and making sure this is perfect, that you don't really give enough time to thinking about what's going to happen after, and when you do, you panic. So that was really nice to hear y'all speak about that. And it was pretty crazy how he was just so casual about these things that he is doing. Right. Like, (laughs) it isn't just brilliant and incredible. Making his first feature. With the support, full support of Spike Lee. Right. And working with him intimately for If you have HBO or HBO Now or HBO Go, go and check out his short film, See You Yesterday. It's amazing. He's incredibly talented. I certainly will be watching. And now we have our friend from Wasserman, Joe, returning to the LabCast to talk to us about finding a job on campus.
4: Hey, everyone. This is Joe Mercadante from NYU Wasserman. And today on Get Profesh, we're going to talk about finding on-campus jobs. Um, I'm a senior assistant director in the main office, um, which is located in Palladium Hall on the second floor. We have two other offices, one at NYU Tandon in Brooklyn and then one in the SPS School on 12th Street. Um... So Today, we're going to talk about a few different things, um, three things in particular, about how to find an on-campus job, whether that's federal work-study or non-federal work-study. They're both on campus. So Step number one, update your resume. It's really important to make sure your resume is up-to-date, has all your NYU information, and is one page. Um, the coaches here, the career coaches at NYU Wasserman are here to help, so pop in um, and really chat with us to go over what should be in it, what should not be in it. Two, Don't stop till you find the job. Really be applying to as many as possible. Not four or five, more like 40, 50, or 60. Um, There's not as many jobs as students, so you really want to be putting that effort in. But if you put the effort in, you will find one. So make sure you're applying to a lot. Three, really be strategic about your searching. So look at the skills that they're looking for in the jobs. Make sure your resume and cover letter are tailored if possible. Um, If you have really strong technical skills, apply for those jobs because, those are less competitive, and that can go to your advantage. Reach out to friends, classmates, maybe your departments um, that you work for. See if they happen to have any openings, or if they, if your friends work in departments, ask them if they know of any openings. Um, but really, CareerNet is going to be your number one stop. So NYU CareerNet is where you're going to find everything and apply for them, but it doesn't hurt to network and ask around. Um, but remember, it's not too late. You can still find something. Keep searching. Still plenty of time and plenty of jobs out there.
0: I feel like on-campus jobs and how to get one is this really obscure thing, even though I'm sure everyone knows someone with an on-campus job. So that's really useful to know now that I can keep the hope alive to get an on-campus job. But now we're going to hear from Kate State of the Slate.
5: Hey, everybody. Kate Stahl here, Program Manager at the Production Lab. This is Kate State of the Slate. Hard to believe the whole slate selection process is starting up again. Over the summer, we added two new projects to the slate, TJ Parcell's documentary, Invisible, Gay Women in Southern Music, and Jamie Reddy's narrative feature, Bait. Stay tuned for more info on both of these exciting and impactful projects. Three of our supported projects are playing at the Heartland Film Festival next week. If you're in Indianapolis, make sure to check out Felipe Vara de Rey's Nisotras Faraday Okoro's Nigerian Prince and Abu Bakr Shaki's Yomadine. Meanwhile, Nigerian Prince will be released in theaters in on demand on October 19th. Yomadine and Sean Snyder's To Dust are playing festivals all over the world and prepping for releases in 2019. Kathy Ann and Chloe Zhao are gearing up to make blockbusters for DC and Marvel. And Omar Zuniga Hidalgo's Los Fuertes and Cenk Air Turk's Noah are getting work in progress festival and industry buzz. Last, but certainly not least, if you're interested in being part of our slate and receiving lab support for a feature film project or being part of our screenwriting development studio, turning an idea into a screenplay over eight months, applications are now open. For the slate, submissions are free until October 19th and then $35 through November 2nd. Dev Studio apps are free and open until November 2nd as well. Check out the FAQs on the website for more info and email production lab at NYU.edu with any questions. Thanks for listening. This is Kate's State of the Slate.
0: I don't know about you, Jerusalem. Yeah, but I feel like just being in this room, mm-hmm. in this very special place, I mm-hmm. feel more balanced. I would say so as well. This certainly was missing from my week last week. Yeah, um, it was a little bit of just overflow of chaos
5: from really? last week,
0: but now I feel better. A little too much fire in your. Um, a little too much fire. what's going <laughs> I don't know anything about. <laughs> no, but it, I think it's important, and yeah, even being in this room and being with a team to do the lab cast is like taking a chunk out of my day to do something I love, but that's also really fun. Yes, so it's all about balance. That was really nice. I meant every word of it. Aww, why are you laughing? <laughs> um, so just to recap, yeah, we talked to a lot of cool people about balance yeah make it make it and work yeah we talked to sarita we talked to sarita and anthony about balancing school and artistic ventures then we talked to stefan an amazing conversation with stefan about how he balances all of his responsibilities on both the creative side and business side yeah
5: and And we
0: talked to each other we did about our own lives as a balance Yeah, and it's fun to hear, and now we've put it all together for you guys to listen to. Right on. You're listening to LabCast, brought to you by the Production Lab. Music by Abby T. Executive producer, Katie Shepard. Associate producer, Anna Van Dyne. Special thanks to our guests, Kate, Stefan, Joe, Sarita, and her guest, Anthony.